Recorded live. Well, well, hello, fellas. This is the Dirtbag here uh, talking about this year's 20, whatever the hell year it is. I don't give a damn. My team sucks. But I'm here by myself trying to feed you guys a little I don't give a shit meal since my team is in the dirt, in the grave, and uh, looking for a grave digger to finish my team off. Uh, here on our first segment, just been the all-star break, and to be completely honest, I haven't even looked at anything because, like I said, I really don't give a shit. But other than that, let's let's look at the standings here, and it's been a, it's been a pretty good year for the Rockets, who we thought was always going to be pretty good, but on, on the surprise, this Cleveland Cavalier team has just really done some work. Uh, I mean, looking back at this guy's team, he's you know, Al Jefferson has really, really brought some heat to his team and his squad. Jason Kidd uh, coming out of the draft. No one's really knowing what was going to go on, but I'm really liking his play. I mean, shooting 47% from field goal, I mean, percentage and 46 from threes. One and a half turnovers, you know, 2.5 steals at 11.1 assists per game. And, I mean, hell, that's almost with seven boards. He's playing pretty ridiculous right now. I think that's definitely the surprise of the year. Um, I mean, you can roll out the Eastern Conference. you got Orlando Magic, the Bulls, the Hawks. And surprisingly, SBO's crybaby ass is uh, one there in the fifth slot. So um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about those guys later. But here in the Western Conference, uh, kind of the surprise, I would think, would be the Trailblazers. Um, I mean – the Pacific is uh, an all-time low right now, but um, you know he's his team has developed into something good. I mean, Thiago Splitters probably, if it wasn't Simlick, could possibly be rookie of the year as a big man. He's playing unbelievable, you know, only 11 minutes a game, but he's still shooting 53%, almost one block. Uh, so he's he's you know, Ducks really got to be happy with that pick. Uh, and you know, other than that, I mean. No, Gary Payton's not playing too bad. He's he's playing to what he did in the preseason. Um, you know, my boy Soup and his Mavericks, they still have a shot this year. They've pretty much been the one seed the entire Western Conference. But, um, you know, the, the, the old man river river walking ass uh, squad's looking good. I mean, you got Larry Keenan who had a slow start, but he's coming in nice. And uh, Adrian Dantley, you know, hell, I gave – my freaking future away for his ass when I got magic and he's he's turned into a legit all star shooting guard. Um but uh other than those two teams those teams in the West, uh I mean, they're they're doing what they were supposed to do. Uh hell, um talking about those solid teams that have a chance at the championship, let's kinda of turn it around and try to talk with uh you guys about some of these duds other than face on who can really I mean, shit, dude, get your get your team out of the gutter next year. I mean, you're gonna, it's, it's it's good to see you making some moves, though. It's good to make see you making some moves. You got David Robinson coming up. You got Catfish. That's that's an awesome five four. Um, you know, Mike Conley. I, I mean, he's looking pretty good as a rookie. Probably will win Rookie of the Year, hands down. Um, but other than the Duds, I mean, you, know, you got the Charlotte Hornets out of the playoffs right now. They have you know Boogie Cousins, who's Almost like the 2.0 Dark, who's he's on a team and just really can't perform in the playoffs except for that upset win last year. And then obviously you have your 
your Los Angeles Clippers, who have, you know, my team has been down, and oh, they can't even beat a Minnesota Timberwolves team that's fucking been trying to tank this year, not tank, whatever the hell he was trying to do. And you got the Grizzlies. I wasn't sure what the Grizzlies were going to do this year. I'm very surprised. I tried making a move with Williams and been talking with Drew. So I know his his mindset isn't all in this year. He's kind of, that's you know, trying to get a little more impacted into the league. Um, he had a hell of a season, what was it, uh, two years ago. Kind of blew that team up, and it just really hasn't been the same for him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I guess uh, other than that, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about this rookie class. Um, first thing I like to look at, I mean, there's a lot of pretty solid big men. You've got Al Horford. He's, he's shooting the ball hella good. I mean, he got busted and shout talking how good he is. But unfortunately, he, he, his shot blocking is just not good, and his turnovers per game is just nearly Grant Hill level. You know, and as a big, you can kind of the max turnover for a big is about 2.7, which he's averaging. But, I mean, his running mate right now, Dick Furry's doing pretty damn good things. Uh, uh, 3.7 blocks, you know, 25 points per game. He'll he'll get close. He'll probably get close to a max deal. I mean, if a team, Olajuwon, putting up those same similar, similar numbers, hell, Dwight Howard didn't even have those numbers, and they're, they're throwing up something good. Uh, hell, um, we'll – We'll kind of switch this over and look at how Greg Oden's been performing. He was actually drafted in front of him. Uh, hell, uh, I mean, he's doing almost what Dick Furry's doing. It's pretty impressive for only B inside. You know, like I've, I've tried to say this in the last podcast where I truly think sometimes that outside really doesn't matter if you do have the strength in the inside to, uh, to go next to that. Uh, he's shooting, you know, obviously it's it's a tanking team, but with Wee shooting the ball and, I mean, he's kind of that second scorer, 21 points per game, almost 10 boards at 45%, uh, nearly four blocks. I mean, that's that's pretty incredible, uh, especially for a guy with no fucking knees. But, you know, I, I really, really think that Mike Conley could really do something. I was real scared about him coming into the draft. Um, but, hell, he's, he's, falling, he's, he's doing pretty damn well for a point guard and having a rookie with no points plugged into him with, with room to grow. Um, his turnovers are about Jerry Westish. Uh, doesn't look like he has a lot of inside scoring with that 40 field goal percentage, but oh, I mean, based on it's just supposedly the most tanking guy, even though oh, I think that I rival him with tanking, I just haven't tanked as much. You know, being somebody that's gotten number one odd as many times as me is it's pretty impressive. Both of us, uh, sore on it, even gotten closer and more. I think we both had, you know, he had Michael Jordan. I had Magic Johnson, but was really, he's just a little bit more patient than me. He'll ride the ride the tank train a little longer than me. I'm normally out after a couple of seasons, which, uh, I mean, that's you know, talking about me and Faceline, we'll, we'll kind of buzz this uh, next segment over to the trades that that have been going on. Um, I, the Jerry West Campbell trade with RW and the Trophy. It just really chapped my ass at, you know, drafting the Jerry West and Kimball. And, well, uh, I, fucking RW, man. I wish I could have been able to do that when I had Barkley. I was trying to trade Kimball for Barkley, and he wouldn't budge on it. He'd rather have Jerry West. And we kind of did that deal, and my team kind of got injured, and which, which brings me up to when I got Grant Hill. And deciding 
to get Grant Hill and then deciding to trade his ass this week was just more of a blowing up the white flag. Um, I'm in Cap Hill right now, and it's going to be a little bit easier for me to stay under the hard cap next year. And, you know, me and Ocho go way back. We'll go way back to the air guitar days back in Arlington at the – look at the one hand bone went to and got all the whipped cream and shit, but another Sherlock's over there in Arlington. But we had some good times, had some good times, but um, I just decided to get Josh Smith and a piece of shit lamb beer. I'm hoping he retires before that contract ends. But, you know, um, but there's not even been a whole lot of trades going on. I guess we could talk a little bit about uh, – Western Conference here, and what the hell is going on with the Suns and Timberwolves team? Um, I really, this right here just shows me some, makes me want to quit the league. Well, you have these guys whose teams, it shouldn't, they shouldn't be that good. I mean, you're looking at, I mean, the Timberwolves. I mean, I know they got a Dr. J and they've got a Truck Robinson, but I still don't see them from that side of a team. I mean, they started out 8 0. Well, there's plenty of plenty of good teams that don't even, you know, do that at all. I mean, you have, like, the Jazz and the Clippers, you know, down here. It's fucking masturbating. And it's, it's really hard to stay into this league when you have so many people to impact. and you got so many people wanting so much for their draft picks. You know, for some people want to tank. Like myself, I'm going to – I've already decided that I'm going to be in hell for the next five years. And – I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing really else to it. Um, but uh, I, I'll go. Uh, I guess you know, this this podcast getting a little boring. We'll talk about the old divine leaving action for a little bit. I mean, he's a little bitch. He does whatever the hell he does. Who, which I don't even know what that is. But I mean, it's kind of good to see these cats and divines and people that really don't trade, the people that don't really shout. Really good to see some newcomers coming in. I mean, you've got the Harry G's of the world, which is the Harry Gangsters. I don't even know what the fuck that means. I think, I mean, it might be Dill on the shit for all we know, which I can't really talk shit because me and Sue got in the league. Everybody gave me shit. But, uh, you know, Hebrew's been a pretty good addition for us. And, of course, uh, Pete has just been a hell of an addition, you know, doing, doing some podcast work, you know, him in 20s. And Stu getting together and doing the whole uh, movie posters was just a, a solid time last year. And, uh, I mean, I think I think down in the start of 2015, we're doing pretty good with our GMs, especially you got, you got Ocho, who's pretty much his football is ended. He's a pretty good guy. He'll come back in. And I have faith in him. I just, you know, obviously he's been in the, in the you know, league for, well, what, two, three days, and he's already done more trades than Divine did all of last year. And it wasn't a bad trade. I mean, I spoke with him for, oh, I think it was two text messages. He sent me an offer, and I decided, you know what, yeah, I, I like some Josh Smith. I'll, I'll I'll do that trade. I mean, I'm not I'm kind of giving up more than I want, but oh, at this moment in time, I can't be too greedy. I just got to try to not not trade my picks in the future to just try to stand in the hard tab because it seemed like that's what it was going to be able to do. I didn't want to pick up that Quincy Point Dexter bullshit. RW gave me. I mean, I don't understand how some of these people can give shitty players away for free. Because hell, I can't give them away. And everybody tell my ass no. I mean, that's. I, I think I'm the LA garbage Clippers man. I've. Oh, just a shout out. If anybody wants some damn cheap players, call at me. But uh, well, SPO. 
I don't know what the fuck happened with him. I don't know if this is a rant, but but you can't let Dump come in here and, and fucking boot you out. I mean, that was fucking terrible. Uh, you get as butthurt as you did, I'm very surprised. I, You know, I thought you were a straight shooter, man, I, and uh, I thought it was kind of funny uh, what all went down. I mean, hell, it's Dump. He don't even know how to tie his fucking shoes yet. I mean, his mom probably wakes his ass up, tells him when to get ready, probably picks some clothes out there, and then he maybe rides the fucking short bus to where he works the dogs for free. That's all I fucking know. I mean, hell, I've I don't know anything. I don't care to know anything. But you let a guy like that kick you out of the league, it's kind of laughable. Um, maybe, the, maybe the real reason was is we're just more interested in baseball than the football league and basketball league, I mean. And, that, and, that's, and that's fine. But uh, turning away from some GM talk, we'll, we'll kind of go into this uh, league leader stuff coming through. I'm, uh, pretty pretty impressive this year. I mean, you've got the Rockets. you got Wilt and Cliff Robinson. They one, two, and rebounding. I mean, you think that team must break the fuck a lot of shots. I mean, it's like Billy Hole out there at the fucking three-on-three hoop it up where you just talk a shit. Where's your bean pies? These motherfuckers are hell. They're, they're the number one seed in the West, which is a pretty good staple at this point in time in the league. And, and that brings it down to, like, the Moses Malone. I mean, with the Bullets. I, I was a real big fan of the Bullets. I really don't know what's going on with those guys right now. I have a strong feeling that they're still going to be in the mix. Sometimes it's better to go into the playoff a three, four seed than a one seed. Sometimes it just doesn't turn into good things, good mojo. I think I might have seen maybe 14, 15 playoffs as a diminished. Yeah, that's, I'm not sure if it's that many. I know I was diminished for about eight months or so, and I feel like I've seen more surprises and more sure things. And, I'm a big fan of Eric Bledsoe. I was trying to get Bledsoe in the past couple of years, but, you know, I kind of – I really didn't have the, the picks and, and what I needed to give up to get him. And um, I, I'm just a big fan of him. I, I think I, if I had to pick from any point guard, I would most likely pick him. You know, Magic's a little older. I just – his turnover, assist ratio is unbelievable. And, uh, I mean, that was the top three in rebounds. What kind of – I mean, hell, but the blocks, I mean, how you talk about Bill Walton and how old his ass is. Shit, man. Uh, another borderline trade for SPL and another reason why he might have quit. You know, him and his best buddy, Crystal Podcast, kind of worked in his favor. Um, you know, got his pick back where he can tank. And, well, I mean, he's done a hell of a job in the draft. I'm looking at all these draft picks. It might be better to have a late-round pick and throw, you know, that's one thing Odin is doing, and it's completely different than what I did, you know, as a commission. I tried to get if, you know, I tried to make all the players as good as they could be to, to not bust the guys in the top five. Maybe that's why, you know, 3.0 got a little stale, just because I tried so so hard to make every player solid because in the meantime, the software just wouldn't, you know, it, it did what it did. Sometimes I'd give somebody 100 potential, 98 potential, and they would just lay flat on their face and not do anything. Um, you know, you obviously have catfish. It's been a, it's been a strong debate um, today in the trades of really uh, where he is in the centers. I think, I mean, it really depends on what kind of ball you want to play. I mean, personally, I think I would rather have two catfishes and three studs, you know, a small forward shooting guy. You know, give me, give me Barkley small forward or how give me Stanley – 
we can we can make a fucking all star team out of five second rounders. I mean, that fish being a center, old power forward. I mean, he's real strong. I mean, he don't shoot the ball very much. Him and his, you know, him and his freaking brother, Tony's uh, got. I mean, that was kind of bogus bullshit, if you ask me. I mean, having the having the draft master know a little insight on who that guy was, and it's it's not bullshit. I guess it's one of the perks of being a draft master. But I'm just not not the biggest fan of, you know, you should at least. I don't know. I guess everybody should have had a little little eye on that last name and should have known that he was going to be that solid. I mean, he's kind of kind of like a a catfish small forward to where if you want to have all defense, you better try to scoop his ass up in free agency coming up because he's coming up in free agency. Uh, I think it's next year. Uh, but, I mean, I, I'm just real curious, real curious on what a – you had a cat, if you had catfish and you had his brother and then you put another solid non-shooting center and then you have Magic Johnson and – Whoever the best, you know, and Stanley Robinson or something like that nature, where you just have them shoot the ball, only them shoot the ball. I wonder how good of a team that really could be. You know, that that was one of the best things about being a commission, being able to put plugs and teams together and seeing how would this team stack up with the others in the league. And I thought that would actually do some, you know, knowing a bunch of stuff in the software, I thought I'd be better in 4.0, but it's like that's not happening. Uh, it's almost like you're out looking yourself and trying to look at the field goal percentages of, oh, this guy's got 100 field goal, you know, this person has 100 jump shots, this person has this and this, and we put a team together, and it's just not not working out. It's just fucking old. Um, but back back to uh, what I was talking about earlier, we got this, I mean, the, the field goal percentages this year have been unbelievable. I feel like, you know, I guess, it, I don't know if it's always been this good or if it hasn't been, but, I mean, we've got, like I said, you have a Twitter rookie 53%. You have Champ doing Champ things. Well, Ernie Grunfeld's not doing bad. And like I say, you know, Pee Wee's doing, doing what Pee Wee does. And Mike Stevenson. I guess I guess this year you're not seeing as many All-Stars at the 50% field goal percentage. Kind of like it. I'm not sure if they're maybe getting a little older. I mean, you've got Magic getting a little older. You've got Skywalker getting a little older. You know, Paul Westfall getting a little older. I'm, I'm curious who that next. 50% stud's going to be. And, I mean, Bledsoe's pretty damn legit, you know, and well, I mean, Grant Hill's even been a little older. I know he had a great football percentage uh, season last year. I think Bosser, you know, might be the cream of the crop on the, on the rookie, rookie contract coming up. I mean, last year he had 48 football percentage. It's a little down this year, but I mean, the guy, I think that guy's really going you know, to, you know, his, his numbers are a little little Williams finish where he can have Steve plus inside and still be a baller, uh, you know. And like I said, I mean, looking at, like, all these other point guards, you got Khaled Reeves, who's 30 now. I mean, shit, it, it, it feels like yesterday that these guys were just drafted. And Kelly was on the Canes fans roster and got stolen by Stat. And, you know, it, there's been some breaks this year with the Sim League stuff, but, man, it seems like everything's just flying around. It's hard to... You're not on the league every day. It's hard to hard to keep up with who's doing what and what team's doing well. Like I said, I mean the Cav- the Cavaliers are just gonna. They're, I mean they're obviously the shocker. Who would have thought that they'd be doing what they were doing? I mean, it's it, it, sim world be sim world. I mean it's crazy. And uh, I guess uh, a lot of these. I know a lot of people. I know JHP isn't around a lot, but. 
he's really talked about how the three-point percentage is really what he looks at. I know he's kind of in the same boat as me. Is we're just kind of waiting around, beating off, kind of kind of get our picks back for the most part of the many years. But I mean, shit, some of these three-point percentages are pretty pretty impressive. Like when Oscar Robinson is shooting at 46%. Charles Barkley shooting 46%. Reggie Miller shooting almost 48%. Tom Sanders, mm-hmm. and damn, he's looking damn good as well. And, uh, you know, uh, and that that might be the way to go. That's why I did the Alvin Robinson thing. I mean, he's my point guard. He wasn't shooting a whole lot for me, so I, I traded Grant Hill, and Donovan was looking so nice. I put Donovan at point and started doing Robinson at uh, Robertson at um, shooting guard, and you know, he's, he's really taken off, which, uh, talking about my team, kind of reminds me of these turnovers, and does it really, really matter? I mean, shit, I didn't realize that Mike Conley's, I mean, third in the league in turnovers, Jerry West, fourth in the league, and then the guy that I think has a lot of turnovers that's really, in, that really doesn't just get a whole lot is Pee Wee. I mean, he's he's such a great, great scorer, and, but, I mean, that everybody's, he was on the top of his game a couple of years ago, and he, all you think about is the silver percentage and points per game, and you kind of get lost in turnovers per game. I don't know, I've, all, I've always been a firm believer of no, you know, turnovers really doesn't matter, but it um, and could be right, so I'll fucking know. But he he's talking about Grant Hill and his turnovers, and I just ignored his ass, and I just can't win a damn game. I mean, I'll have great football percentage. I'll have better football percentage than the other team. And I'll lose. I mean, so you know, it's almost like looking at box scores. You really got to kind of nitpick on and see what the hell your team's really doing, and all that. So, um, I'll just end it with that, and you know, uh, we'll get back. On, I'll get back on the podcast for Wednesday. I kind of had a little brief discussion here at work, just trying to put off a few things, and um. I guess I'll see you boys Wednesday. I think it's at eight or seven o'clock. Be sure and um, get on, jump on with the uh, Bangs Trophy and I. Uh, you know, I think it's like the eight, the eighteen. You know, holla at you, boy, and you want it, I got it. I mean, shit, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll work on a catch line for these podcasts. Shit, later on down the road. But I right, mean, you guys take it easy.